such a beautiful sound. Welcome back to Dirt Tracks and Rear Bracks, episode 32. All three of us here today, me, Blake, and Kyle, got a special guest here for you today, Jake Swanson. What's up, Jake? How's it going? How's it going, guys? Pretty good. How you been? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Just getting ready to go racing. Yeah. Uh, what's going on? You working on the getting ready for the No Way Out? Yeah, yeah, actually, um, uh, well, I'm in the office right now doing, doing, uh, QuickBooks and billing and stuff, but, uh, headed out in the shop here in a little bit, um, going to get the scales loaded in the back of the truck and head to, uh, Bargersville. We're going to run the, the 5T Daming excavating, um, car for, uh, for Joe Daming and, uh, looking forward to running, running the no way out, you know. Uh, Paragon a lot of money up for grabs, so it'd be good to be good to snag that with the old five T. Yeah, that is a, a pretty nice purse there that they they increased it to. But, yeah, uh, hopefully we can get it in with the weather. But uh, I know, yeah, I know. I guess that's <laughs> the only thing in question is uh, it's a little bit unpredictable here in in March. Yeah. So, welcome back from Florida, and uh, also just happened to be in California last week as well. <laughs> No racing. Yeah. Out. So uh, oh, that was a that was a. What'd you say? What'd you say? Oh, I was just asking if you were vacation. Oh no, I was what? talking about you. You uh, you were out in California. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that was it. Basically, turned into a vacation. We were supposed to race, and then it got canceled for uh, for weather. As soon as the plane landed, I turned my phone off of airplane mode and <laughs> saw that it canceled. <laughs> so that was. <laughs> Did it that actually was kind of a bummer? Did it actually rain out there, or they just were? Was it precautionary? Or well, they, yeah, they, it was precautionary. I'm sure it did actually rain, wow. um, but they they were just worried about uh, you know getting fans and car count and everything. So yeah, they they thought that it was in their best interest to uh, to cancel it early, which which I understand. It was just uh, you know a long journey for for me. I got the bad end of it, but uh, totally understand there. Yeah, no what, point of it. What car were you going to run out there? I was going to drive for uh, JFM, actually. Uh, Jimmy May. Okay. Yeah, Josh Ford Motorsports, the uh, 73 car. I actually drove for them a lot before I moved out here. Yeah. Uh, we ran a lot of midget stuff, some sprint car stuff. and Really good. Really good guys. Good people over there. Yeah. So do you like it better here or the racing scene or just the, in general California to Indiana? or yeah, I, I absolutely love it here. I'll never leave. Um, and not just the racing, but the people, the the, uh, the atmosphere, the way of life, everything is uh, just easier. I, I don't know about easier. More fun, I guess, is, is you know, probably the, way, the right way to uh, describe it. But um, just uh, the, the pace of life is nice, and, and uh, it's cool being able to work for, you know, myself in a way, you know, kind of have my own business and and uh racing and stuff is is cool um being able to kind of be hands-on with it all and, and work on the race cars every day is is something that i didn't really get to do in california and um i really enjoy that aspect of it so definitely enjoying it and, and obviously the competition level is astronomically <laughs> yeah higher so yeah. uh and you're racing really more too that. if you want to you want to be the best you got to beat the best yeah and you're racing more too than you were out there, right? Oh yeah. So. Yeah. No, I, I ran um it was about seventy races that I raced last year and Dang. you're just naturally gonna get a lot better than when you run uh, you know, twenty times a year, thirty times a year. Which yeah. is what you get in California. For sure. So what'd you what'd you think about Volusia and the Extreme Series? Oh man, that place is cool. They did a good job with it for, you know, not having non wing cars there before um I think that uh, the track was pretty racy, all things considered. I think that they can definitely uh, improve on it, but um, the, the fact that they 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 got what they got with uh, you know their first try was was impressive. Um, really like racing with the Outlaws too. Those are uh, the way they run things is is very professional. Um, it was it was really an enjoyable time. So we're not really running everything points wise across the board i'm not sure I, I to be honest with you i don't even know exactly how much we're going to race this year it really depends on funding yeah um but e either way you know we're going to run as much as we can we're going to chase money 
um, with Team Arizona and, and uh, you know, run as much as we can with with the 5T and then sprinkle in the Silver Crown car stuff. So we'll, we'll still be racing quite a bit, um, just not, you know, chasing points like we were last year. Heck, yeah. So you might hit some of the Mount Wall shows maybe if they're if you're feeling it or can. For sure, yeah. I mean, there, there's not that many outlaw races, so I, I'm hoping that we can hit all of them. Um, you know, I I, uh, I think that's a good deal what they're doing. That series is, I think it's got a lot of potential. So, uh, and also them in conjunction with USAC. I mean, I feel like we need more non-wing sprint car racing, and, and it needs to be. Uh, more prominent you know uh, what they're doing with their vision and how they're marketing it and everything I, I feel is is really good for the sport you know in my opinion not only sprint car racing is <laughs> is the best you know i'm, I'm yeah. obviously biased but yeah sprint car racing in general is is um the best sport out there and, and uh i think it just needs to be needs to be marketed correctly and and shown to everybody and, and that way it can be displayed yeah. on the the stage that it should be displayed on. Yeah, and they're opening it up for other, you know, people that have never seen it before. Uh, you know, people's able to see it now. Say that they've never seen an on-wing car, and now, you know, they're in different, on dirt vision, like you said, and then different tracks and things like that. So, yeah, yeah. hopefully it takes off. Yep. We've been yep, getting a pretty big sure. uh, consensus on people liking the Extreme Series just because of the amount of races and the point fund for the amount of races that it is there. That's right, yep. So... What about Ocala? Were you happy with, uh, well, somewhat happy with your run there for the dirt games? Absolutely not. <laughs> no, I was, uh, I was extremely disappointed in our efforts there. I mean, I guess not our efforts, our results. They, uh, they definitely didn't show the amount of work that we put in. I mean, my, my race team and I just we busted, busted our butts all week long, and not just there. You know, Volusia too. Um, we just. We had speed. We just seemed like we didn't have. Uh, I hate to use the word luck because I feel like you kind of control a lot of it. You control yourself, um, but things the car just didn't fall our way, and and uh, we couldn't dig ourselves out of a hole fast enough. You know, we were we were good, but we weren't great, and um, we we found some speed, but it took us too long to find the speed. And by the time we got it, we were just kind of just kind of buried too deep and then we, when we it seemed like when we finally did dig ourselves out of a hole we ended up uh ended up getting crashed and shoved right back down into that hole so that really sucked um yeah so that was hugely disappointing to to travel all the way out there and, and uh feel like we were getting somewhere and then and then just get wiped out for no reason but um you know that's that's the way it goes sometimes yeah. so we'll just um we'll we'll patch ourselves back up and yeah uh, be better next time. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty eventful there after the race uh, the last night <laughs> in the pits. <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. But uh, yeah, but maybe uh, hopefully the rest of the years goes better for you. Yep. Yeah, for sure. I, I think it will. You know, like I said, I I got uh, got good race teams, got good people behind me, a lot of good supporters. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of people behind us sponsors companies and individuals that are that are really behind us 110 percent and and uh helping us obtain the goals that we want to obtain so genuinely appreciate them and and uh the opportunities that i've that i have um and we'll just uh you know we'll just keep on working try to outwork them in 2021 uh you raced silver crown midgets and sprints which which one was your favorite to drive really you know, I, I really I like sprint cars um, the best in one aspect, but I've I've got a newfound love for Silver Crown racing. I, I didn't really know that I was I was going to fall in love with it like I did. Um, it's a, it's a whole different genre of racing that I really enjoy. Um, it's a it's a chess match. You know, it's not just going hard and, and balls out for thirty laps. Uh, it's it's a lot of mental. Um, a lot of mental strength, understanding your race car and, and making sure that uh, you keep the tires under it, the brakes under it. Um, you know, you, it's, it's a long race, it's 100 miles. And man, by the end of it, you're you're mentally drained and not just physically drained, you're, you're mentally exhausted. So um, really enjoy that. I, I think I think it would be cool, you know, if, if they would like 
somehow get the fans more involved with Silver Crown Racing. I feel like there's a lot of elements that, that people are missing with that. Um, it's not just big cars going around for a long time. There's so much strategy involved. And I think a way to maybe bring people in a little bit more is, is sort of like NASCAR with the scanners. Because we run radios, um, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of chatter. There's a lot of talking mainly from the spotter to the driver about, you know, they're, they're feeding, they're constantly, we're constantly being fed information on um, how to basically how to approach the race and how to, um, how to progress as the race goes on. And it's, it makes it really interesting, you know, because when you're a fan and you're just sitting there watching, you're not, you don't really know, like maybe Cody Swanson's hanging back for the first 60 laps um, to make sure that he's still got tires and brakes. And, and then when when they decide to go, how hard do you push? Um, there, there's just there's so much involved with it, and I, I think that it would be cool to be able to bring in fans to that. You know, if, if they had some sort of scanners or um, ability to listen in to the spotters, and then the spotters and the drivers as well. I think that'd be really cool. I, I hope that somebody figures out how to do that because it would just bring in a whole new element to to the racing that I feel like we're we're kind of missing. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, that'd be a pretty good idea. That I feel like that would definitely get a lot more people interested in the Silver Crown. For sure. Have you pushed that idea? No. No? What's that? I said, have you pushed that idea to people? Um, a little bit. I've mentioned it a couple times. But, um, yeah, not, I mean, not really. I'm, I'm so focused on making sure that uh, we have everything we need when we get to the racetrack. I haven't really uh, reached out and, and tried to tried to push that. But, uh you know, I'm, I hope somebody does. I, I think it'd be really cool. So, uh, you want to give us a little recap of your Chili Bowl experience this year? Yeah, that was, man, that was fun. <laughs> Again, right up till the end. But um, uh, it's it's uh, it's really cool to drive for Alex um, and be teammates with CJ. They've got a really good operation, obviously. Um, Alex brings the, the nicest cars t- to the building. Um, bar none they're absolutely gorgeous race cars um it's cool because he does them you know himself he's got he's got a couple of good guys there in the shop but he's very hands-on and i think that's super cool you know he's not one of those guys that that doesn't know anything about the race car um you know not to knock those those guys but uh i appreciate the hands-on aspect you know when you can drive them and work on them and understand the changes and what does what so, um, you know, it was, it was cool. I felt like we had a, a car plenty fast enough to lock into the A feature. Um, it was definitely a pretty good first effort for a new car. Um, it was unfortunate that it ended like it did. We were, we were sitting in a transfer spot in a V um, on Saturday, and the guy just wiped us out. Yellow flag came out, and I don't know if he didn't see it or what, just, just wiped us out. So um, definitely sucked, but I think that uh, – you know, it's it makes me really excited for next year. I know that we've got such a good package, such a good race car. And, um, those guys are, are really cool to work with. So definitely looking forward to next year with them. Yeah, we were there this year, and we thought the same thing. Like the guy just <laughs> maybe didn't see the caution flag, or what? What the hell happened? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. It was, uh, it was really frustrating. Um, and the other, the other thing that was kind of frustrating is, is sort of the the politics involved with with that you know that it seems like they're making calls like it's score to midget racing anymore but um you know and, and that's a slippery slope once you start doing that it's it's hard to make you know just calls and then sometimes you miss things that happen that should have deserved a call and and it's it's hard to be consistent with that so um you know hopefully they're they're careful with that because that could be uh that could be a slippery slope but chili bowl so cool you know i, I hope that it uh it continues and, and uh, you know, it, it continues to, to be as, as great as it is. I wish they'd pay a little bit more too. Obviously it's <laughs> we're not racing for anything. Yeah. We're, we're racing for fun is what we're doing. Um, but uh, you know, definitely, definitely a cool experience, especially to drive for a good race team and not go there with, with equipment that you're just like, well, I, I hope we can run good. You know, we, we know that we got a shot to win. So um, definitely an enjoyable experience. And they, they always win the party too. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Do you have any other 2022 midget plans? 
looks like you got a good thing going with the Bowman. Yeah, no, I I don't. Um, I've I'm hoping to run a little bit with uh, with Jimmy. Um, you know, we were he's got a a, a new one way engine that they've kind of been developing, and and those guys at one way they're they're really sharp. I know it's going to be and it's going to end up being a good package. I, I think that it would be an excellent uh, an excellent cost effective way of of competing with the Toyotas and and the stands. You know, um, but other than that, no, not really. I don't have anything really lined up out out this way um just kind of just kind of focusing on the uh the sprint car and and silver crown car stuff that that keeps me so busy you know it's it's me and and sometimes one or or two other guys in the shop that uh that help me with with all that stuff so um it's it's kind of hard for me to go out and run other stuff when we're we're focused on making sure that we show up a hundred percent you know with everything you need in the trailer and, and, uh, and the race cars, you know, got everything that, that it needs to, uh, to have a successful night. So honestly, I'm not, I'm not too worried about it just cause I, I really enjoy sprint car racing and silver crown car racing so much anyway. Um, I don't feel like I'm missing much with, with the midget aspect of it, but, uh, obviously down the line, it would be nice to be able to run, you know, to run everything and just run more but at the end of the day, the, the more seat time you got, the, uh, the better you end up being, but, uh, you know, for the time being, I'm definitely, definitely content. Oh yeah, for sure. You've been pretty close to getting your first, uh, USAC win. We seen you at uh, Terre Haute last year. It was pretty damn close. Yeah, we, we actually did. We did win, um, in California. At, oh yeah. Uh, the at Paris. Old the first night. Yeah. We were, which was cool. <laughs> we, yeah. We were leading into that, cool but, uh, that. <laughs> you were cl- you were, you've been running good. You were running <laughs> There's one coming last year for sure. Yeah. And you got it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we were, um, you know, we definitely, obviously the, the next step is winning out here. We were obviously close. We were in second a lot. It was just, uh, just putting together all the pieces, you know, we, we've, um, I feel like we've got a really good race car right now, really good package. Um, just gotta, gotta be a little bit better, uh, at the end, you know, be a little bit better late, which, which I think we're, um, I think we've kind of got figured out we've kind of got an idea of the direction that we need to go to do that but um yeah just it was it was a lot it was a big learning curve with all these places um all these guys have run these places so much you know they've run these places it seems yeah. like hundreds of times where we've uh we're just kind of building our setup book you know we're kind of going to these places for the first time um but we're we're quick learners we've been picking yeah. it up pretty quick so uh, this is the year we uh we knock off a few of those wins out here. Heck yeah. We hope so. <laughs> yeah. So so we're talking about you talking about their books here. Well, you had a big book out in California and you got that win at Paris, so you know, that was a pretty That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah, I mean we were we were hugely disappointed that we didn't win um like, you know, in Indiana uh, by the time it was time to go west, but I also knew that going west was going to be probably the best chance that we had all year to win just because yeah. we were we knew those places like the back of our hands you know and and uh, we can apply everything that we learned all year um all the data that we've kind of gathered with with learning with at these racetracks to that place and um and just just kind of use a little bit of what we what we know and kind of how the racetrack unfolds so um we were able to do that and 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 barely snag one there yeah that was barely, a wild, wild barely finish. Won that one. there were sparks flying and i didn't know who won that one at the end but that was <laughs> i a... didn't i didn't either to be honest <laughs> with you <laughs> yeah so so coming from california back to indiana what's what's your favorite indiana track that you've ran consistently since you've been here you know i'd I have to say it's probably lincoln park um I get to I get the opportunity to go there a lot with the 5T program and um it's just it's really technical um it's it's not huge so it's not super hard on equipment and we can go there you know <laughs> it's like 30 minutes from the house so um you're you're home really quick and uh the atmosphere the people out there are really cool I, I would say probably probably Lincoln Park um but man there's just so many cool places that um are are a close second i would say you know kokomo and lawrenceburg all these places have so much character and and uh they're so different than we're used to um, in california 
So, do, you, do you like them better than the tracks out in California? What's that? I said, do you like them better than the tracks out in California? Is your favorite track across the country from California? You know what? I, I'm going to say that my favorite track is is California. It's, it's Paris. Um, that is, it seems like by far the most technical racetrack. Um, extremely hard to figure out. It's got elevation changes, believe it or not. You know, it's the the back straightaway is actually higher than the than the front straightaway and it was it was it took me a long time to to win there and uh, and kind of figure the place out and, and kind of understand it and you look back through history and it really took everybody a long time to win there um it's it's an extremely difficult and challenging racetrack extremely technical when the curve develops it, it gets really treacherous um but if you're if you're good on the bottom you can make the bottom work um, but you got to know because the racetrack changes so quick. You got to know when to move around and, and uh, you know when to make sound decisions and, uh, and not hesitate. Otherwise, you end up stuck in the middle and you lose so much time. Um, but I think it just it just makes for good racing. You know, Bubby Jones did a good job designing that place, and um, they did a good job building it. it. Just makes for makes for really good non-wing racing. Yeah, you've kind of you've kind of answered this for us already. But you know what's What's your your biggest difference between California racing where you came from and then coming to Indiana uh, with the uh, with the racing scene here? Um, it's it's definitely just the seat time. You know, it's um, obviously there's all, pretty much all the guys that that um, have you, you lose a lot of good guys out there in California. Not to say that they're not good you just you lose them to indiana because you have so much more competition out here so it ends up it ends up you know just kind of being a uh, a little bit of a weighted <laughs> um yeah. a, you know top heavy system but it's it's really just because of the seat time you know like i said you can run i, I raced 70 times last year as opposed to the CRA schedule that's like 30 you know or 26 yeah. or whatever it is so um it's it's not just the seat time but it's also mm-hmm. the the setup book and um you know you're you're kind of when you only race once a month or twice a month you're you're sort of stuck in what you do every time to the race car you know setup wise you kind of you have the ability to kind of learn a little bit but um if you make a mistake if, if you maybe try something you don't get to try again for another two weeks which makes you less likely to try something yeah um and it also slows the development you know it slows the development down to the point to when the USAC or the national guys come out to California, that they absolutely annihilate everybody just because of, you know, not, not just because they're sharper, not just because of the skill being up, but what they're doing to the race cars, they're, they're definitely kind of behind in California when it comes to uh, the technology, I guess was maybe the right word, but um, the understanding of, of what to do and, and the development of, of, uh, of setups and stuff like that plays a really big factor into it. Absolutely, yeah. Deep. And then not even the the uh, USAC. You know, when USAC's here in Indiana, you've also like you, you mentioned, you might not even run the full schedule. You can you can go local, race the local, you know, track and learn some things for when USAC is there or just whenever. You can run and run run for money locally too. I mean, they run every week, so usually you can be within a few hours of a track if you want to. Yeah, and 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 I'll tell you that really helped me. You know, like I, I felt like you know. I, I really I say that now Putnamville or Lincoln Park is my favorite racetrack, one of my favorite places. But man, I used to hate it. Like I, I was so bad, and it took me like six races to really, you know, six or seven times to really kind of get the place figured out and realize that man, like I'm, I'm actually kind of backwards on what I'm trying to do to the race car, and I need to kind of go the other way in order to uh, in order to to get around a little bit faster here. And once I figured that out. Um, Obviously, it helps, you know, when when USAC comes to town. It's it's a little bit different. It's, the racetrack sort of uh, um, progresses, I would say, a little bit different with USAC than it does um, at the local level just because um, the USAC guys, they're, the way they run the track is a little bit different. Um, and actually, like, how tight they have their race cars changes the way that the track unfolds for 30 laps. It's really interesting. I, I really didn't understand this until um, – we went to uh, we went to Paragon, and we had won. You know, we had won like two or three times um, in the five T. And I was like, okay, so I showed up with 
with the team Arizona stuff, you know, I was like, okay, this is, this is what we've won with. This is what works. And, um, it absolutely did not work. You know, it was like, <laughs> I, I know, I know exactly how this racetrack's going to go. Yep. You know, we're, we're getting ready to, to roll out for the feature. And I'm like, I know exactly what the racetrack's going to do. Um, because I've seen this before, you know, literally two weeks ago, it was like uh -huh. this and the cushion developed and it's going to end up on the top. And it absolutely did not. It was, uh, <laughs> It was on the bottom, and, and we were uh, we were out to lunch, and I came in, and I told my crew chief, like, man, I'm I'm so sorry for trying to be the crew chief tonight, because I, <laughs> yeah. I just totally yeah. I totally got us lost, you know. Um, I was so I was so adamant about uh, thinking that I knew what the racetrack was going to do, but I learned a valuable lesson, you know, with, with USAC. Like, they just have their their race cars are tighter, and they're able to. You know they're able to stick the bottom a little bit harder, and it throws marbles up onto the racetrack, and it never, it never actually really went to the top because you know everyone sticks the right rear so much harder than, um, than how it was at the local shows. So, um, yeah, it was, it was interesting for sure. Definitely a, a learning, a lesson learned. Oh yeah. Do you, uh, speaking of California, do you, do you pay attention to the whole uh, Brody Roa, Damian Gardner mix there in the CRA? Do you watch that unfold all the time? Yeah, it's sort of a, um, I hate to say it, it's, it's sort of a guilty pleasure to kind of watch that. <laughs> it is. It, it is, is for us, too. I mean, you, you might have been a part of it at one time, or you were there, of course, but still, it's, I yeah, mean, I think a lot yeah, of people, a, a lot of people know about it now. I mean, it's yeah. blown up here. It's been going on for years, but yeah. we, we enjoy it. See what, see yeah, what unfolds you know, it's every like, week. <laughs> It's kind of one of those things. It's like, man, it's been going on so long that it, you kind of, you kind of encourage it to, um, like maybe. I wish one of them would just yeah. end it. You know, yeah. over there. The other guy. If you're if you're if you're upset with how he's racing, you like solve it. You yeah. know, do they do they hate each other off the track as much as they do on the track? Um, I I think so. I mean, yeah, yeah it, it sure seems like that. <laughs> yeah, it does. I think Damien just seems like an angry person. I don't know. He just seems that way. It's his mentality, I guess. I don't know, but it feels yeah. like they he's really definitely he's each definitely each a winner, though. He he wins some races, but for sure, yeah, that's the thing. You know, like he's he's um he's good at what he does. It's you, you definitely got to give him that. You know, I know that we had our fair share of run-ins when when I was racing out there, but um, you know, on the same hand, yeah, like we. We had our run-ins for for some reasons, you know. He's he's um, hard to get along with at the racetrack, um, but man, you gotta for for the most part, you gotta respect what he does too. You know, on, on the same hand, he's um, he's definitely got it figured out over there. You know, um, he's he's pretty much yeah. He's got the the experience, obviously. You know, he was here yeah. and he did what he did out here, but. Um, uh, he, when you watch those races back there, it's like you can see why he's the class of the field. He just pretty much outsmarts everybody, you know. Yeah, yeah for sure. Well, Hopstot's our home track. Uh, what's what's your thoughts there at the uh, the class track? Now that's a place that I still haven't figured out. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to be a common uh, common answer for people we've had on here. So a lot of guys don't like it. So yeah, you know, I, I've I like. I like going there. Um, I feel like it's a lot like old Ventura, you know. Um, I think that uh, California guys usually, you know, adapt to that place. Maybe they don't have a whole bunch of success, but they adapt to that place. Like they can get around pretty good because we've got a lot of back it in type of places in, in California, you know. Um, but uh, the surface is different than I've ever seen before. And so it's been it's been a a process trying to get the uh the grip that i feel that we we need there and um i think i think i'm on the right direction now i think i'm on the right path i had some help from a friend uh, kt kind of I, I was like this is one of the uh you know like i said one of the places i was just so lost i i, I don't like to ask for help because i like to think that i'm smart enough to figure it out myself but um i was so i was so out to lunch I was I showed up there with the five T after we just ran a whole bunch of USAC, you know, not a whole bunch, but a handful of USAC races there um, with the Team Arizona cars, and and um, I walked into <laughs> KT's pit, and I was like, man, do you think you could throw me a bone here? Because I just, <laughs> like I am so bad. Yeah. <laughs> 
And he, he did, man. He, yeah. he pointed me in the right direction, and I was just again backwards on on kind of what I was thinking and and how I was going about trying to get Griff into the race car. And, and um, once I, I I was actually like he, he told me, and I was so that was like so far the other direction that I was kind of nervous about doing it. And I was like, okay, well, I don't I hate to be the guy that like doesn't fully take your advice, but. Um, I also don't have the amount of time to change all four bars in the race car that quick. So <laughs> yeah. we're gonna, I'm just going to do, you know, some, some steps here. And, and by the end of the night, once I finally got to, you know, kind of where he told me to be, um, I was like, okay, yeah, <laughs> this, <laughs> now we're here. And then, yeah. you know, the, then we ended up getting crashed by the same guy that we got crashed in Florida. Oh. So, um, <laughs> no good. No good. <laughs> we, uh, we were, like I said, I, I think we're on the right track now. Um, looking forward to going back there and trying that stuff. But, um, yeah, still still learning and still developing the, uh, the setup book on, on that place for sure. Yeah. So, uh, well, we look forward to seeing you there this year. But uh, so what's the uh, up your way? We, we like talking about food on here. It's, I mean, it's part of our podcast. But what's the food scene? Uh, you got any uh, restaurants or barbecue or anything up that way that's uh, Indiana, you know? stuff here that you're pretty fond of um you know there's there's a couple places most of the places are uh are in avon you know it's just adjacent to danville um there's there's a cool bar that i like to go to here in danville you know not so much food related just uh just cool atmosphere uh central normal but um yeah no when it comes to food i'm i'm like i'm super lucky that my wife isn't excellent cook because <laughs> hey that's awesome we yeah. don't have to go out yeah <laughs> she like everywhere we go it's like sort of a disappointment like that's yeah. how good she is we'll go out to a really nice restaurant and i'm just like you you do this better you yeah. know <laughs> right we kind of feel the same so, way about our cooking too. that's right <laughs> we'd rather we'd rather sit out in the barn and fire up the smoker the grill and drink some beers and cook our own food the way we want it uh, yeah heck yeah well I, i'm I hope that I get the opportunity to uh, come and hang out with you guys and, and try some of that here in the future. Oh yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll bring you some. Yeah. All right. Definitely. That sounds good. What's your go-to? You got ribs or what's oh, what's I, uh, I love anything? Ribs. Okay. Steak. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've actually like um, I don't cook at all, but I really like to get into um, uh, you know smoking stuff. I think that's. I think that's kind of cool. Uh, it's just interesting to me. Otherwise, I don't really have any interest in cooking whatsoever. <laughs> to me, like I'm, like I'm so busy that I take five minutes to eat something, and if it takes longer than that to make, sometimes it's just <laughs> yeah. easier not to eat. You know, <laughs> throw it in the microwave. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about all the things that I can get done in thirty minutes, as opposed to you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, fortunately, you know, but, we're um, we're the guys thinking about that thirty minutes we could be eating. We're pretty healthy boys <laughs> <laughs> i like it there's nothing wrong with that <laughs> yeah so who has the best track food that of all the tracks or the tracks if you've had any track food um you know that's a good question i feel like i should know the answer to that but um or maybe you don't I, eat there i don't know my go-to is i, I think i want to say that kokomo had a good tenderloin um they do. i haven't had it in a while but I, I want to say that it was it was pretty good there last time I remember. Yeah. Do you, yeah. you eat when you're at Eldora? Um, you know what? I No, I don't because that place is, is uh, you know, a little bit. I, I really don't eat that much because of the nerves, the yeah. nerve yeah. aspect of yeah. it. You know, I, I yeah. try to eat some chicken tenders or something before because I know I'm going to need it. But uh, mm-hmm. I have heard that Eldora has really good food. I just I oh, yeah. can't remember I, if they've had anything other than a cheeseburger. Oh, if you got if you got time, you got to get the pizza burger there. Okay, the, the pizza Sounds burger good. is unreal. So any right. uh, any mean, any pre race yeah. rituals? You got music or uh, just car setup or just just to get in the zone? Um, man, that's a good question. Not really. You know, like I, I'm not. I don't really need to get myself pumped up or anything like that. Um, when it comes to when it comes to rituals, I guess, you know, I'm just, I'm like, <laughs> I have, I have lists. Like I have a lot of lists on my phone, like trailer to do lists and race car to do lists and home to do lists and stuff I need to do to my truck and all that stuff. So I, I guess 
my ritual, if, if anything, is making lists of making sure that I don't forget all the crap that I need to bring. <laughs> hmm. yeah. yeah, that's so a I, pretty good ritual to uh, have, actually. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess it's pretty healthy. You know, I, I want to I wanna make sure we show up to the racetrack with everything that we need and we're not, uh, we're not unprepared in any way. So um, that's probably probably what i do if anything so uh do you have any sponsors you'd like to thank yeah i've got um yeah i've got some some uh really like family friends that have they've they've turned from sponsor to family friends um uh fine line um design and drafting the houston family they're um just really really good people they've come to so many races they just they get plane tickets, they show up, and then they, they, they've helped us, helped our race team quite a bit, you know, give us give us some cash for tires. And, That's awesome. And it goes a long way. Uh, genuinely appreciate them and, and their friendship, and, and also um, USWA Cat Construction, um, Picacho Peak Builders. We've got um, um, Mike Burkhart. You know, he's he works really hard with, with his um, with his business, and, and um, you know, they've He's able to bring a lot of these construction guys on board and, and enable us to, to keep racing, you know, so he doesn't have to, to pay for it as much out of pocket because, as we all know, it's really expensive. So, oh, yeah, um, genuinely appreciate him for that. And, and um, you know, I, I've got, got guys like personally like K&N, uh, Lucas Oil, uh, Burris Racing, a um, lot of a uh, lot of guys that have been with me for a long time. And, um, you know, they help out as much as they can They give us product and and money here and there and, and, uh, uh, angle buildings. I, I just really appreciate those guys. Cause I definitely wouldn't be here without them. That's for sure. So, uh, how do people find you on uh, social media? You know, I, I like, uh, I like Instagram the best, uh, Instagram, and Facebook. I, I'm not too much of a tweeter. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, we- uh, I enjoy posting to, uh, to my story on Instagram. I think that's, uh, that's a cool way to, to interact and stuff. Yeah. You can follow. I've got uh, got a shock page. Um, I don't post to that very often, but um, you know, just just try to stay active with uh, with Instagram on on everything that we're doing. You know, we're uh, we're always doing something. We're not really sitting with idle hands anytime ever. So yeah, yeah. Um, you seem pretty active on Instagram. We follow you on there, and we did see. Not trying to be creepy, but did see you were at uh, Kilroy's last night with the those lit pictures. <laughs> That's always yeah. a good good go to. I love Kilroy's. You Stuff. know what? That was the first time I had been there. I, I didn't even know there was one over there at uh, Rod Ripple, and, and um, I'd, I'd heard a lot of things about it. You know, heard a lot of good things, but uh, finally got there and tried the breadsticks. And oh, the stuffed breadsticks! Uh, the stuffed ones Long with the Island the iced tea. The, the stuffed <laughs> breadsticks, the pepperoni, and all that, and cheese. That's what we did. Oh, yeah, man. you know it's funny because we we ordered uh, we're like four breadsticks. You know, it's like two or four. I'm like, well, yeah, I guess we get four. Um, <laughs> thinking it was like a normal breadstick and it was uh, like it was not it was like a whole pizza you know yeah. by the time we got done with the yeah. either of us got done with those two breadsticks we're like well we're not really that hungry for dinner i guess we get a salad or something yeah <laughs> yeah i did that i did that once at uh sprint week uh, we were in bloomington and there's a kilroy's in uh kirkwood there in the college you know strip and uh the half order like you said is two and the full order is four and i'm like yeah let's just get four of them you know and man yeah. i wasn't hungry for hardly the rest of the night it was they're very filling very good yeah super but, good super good and that the the long island iced teas too like there's there's a list of like like 30 of them and yeah. i couldn't believe it. i'd never heard of that before i was looking at the list like okay well i guess i gotta try this if they've got this many options. <laughs> that's right yeah <laughs> i was good, glad that i did heck yeah <laughs> so well um we'll we'll uh we got you on on uh, social media and stuff and uh yeah so We'll be seeing you this season, hopefully. Uh, a few tracks in Indiana, and yeah, we'll stop. We'll stop by and talk. Cool, sounds good. Make and, sure you uh, bring some barbecue too. Dude, we will <laughs> do. We will. That's and, a guarantee. Uh, yeah, thanks for your time. We'll have this uh, posted on Facebook and all our platforms tomorrow. Absolutely, man. I appreciate you guys, and uh, we'll see you soon. All right, sounds thanks, good. Jake. See ya. See ya. See ya. And that was our driver seat segment with Jake Swanson. And now we're going to move on to uh, the feature finish. Feature finish segment. But before that, we got a little bit of a bit here for uh, Rounders, our sponsor. Rounders 2 Pizza. 
Uh, this this podcast is probably sponsored by Rounders Pizza, home of the nameless pizza, located in Dale, Indiana. That's T O O, with not the number two. Follow them on Facebook for all your weekly specials, like our favorite, the Thirsty Thursday, twelve wings and pitcher beer for fourteen dollars. Dining and carry out for all your wing, beer, pizza, and pizza specials, and call them at eight one two eight six seven seven one seven two or follow them on Facebook. Good shit. It is good shit. You guys we are just there it. again this week. Mm-hmm. We're always there. Again. <laughs> guess we're always there. Just a little bit of a tidbit here. Guess what this Thursday is? St. Patty's Day, baby. Oh, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> That's a holiday I'm not allowed to uh, celebrate. Oh, yeah? I'll get into that later. Get too hammered? <laughs> no. Is that a religious thing? No. <laughs> Let's get into it later. Okay. So, um, Joe did sound. tell me. It is a beautiful sound. I don't know if he's doing the wing thing this year, this week. But he did tell me he's doing bangers and mash. He's doing smoked corned beef brisket or uh, corned beef. Nice. And something else he's doing. So that'd be good. <clears throat> Hell yeah. St. Patty's we'll drink, Day specials. And then we'll drink a shit ton of green beer. So green beer. check their Facebook for St. Patty's Day specials yep, this week. Probably that. not doing wing specials. I don't think so. But I mean, I get, I get it. The bangers and mash is good. The corned beef brisket's good. I mean, anything Joe smokes on the grill is fucking good. Yeah, so. titties. So that's how good it is. Yep. So let's get on to uh to our feature finish. Start out with the Shamrock Classic, Ducoin. Indoor. Indoor. Yeah, that's right. Still indoor season, barely. Oh, this is the end of it, though. It's so close, it's boys. It's getting warm. Yeah. So close. Starting to get well. It was getting warm. Yeah. Now it's fucking. It snowed the other well, day. Better start warming up. Yeah, night one of the Shamrock Classic. T-Mez coming in first. Got that dub. Got that dub. We love that guy. With his daughters in the house. Oh, yeah. It's nice. I always like the pictures of them and Victor Lane. They're always with them. And oh, yeah. They're like, Dude, one of them's all, got her fist up in the air. Like, <laughs> yeah. All smiles. They're so yeah. happy. Oh, yeah. And he's happy, too. So, good times. And then we had Brady Bacon and McIntosh, second, third. Hell, Yeah. Last night, douchebag wins first place. <laughs> this is going to huh. bite, for one, this is going to bite us in the ass eventually. Maybe not, maybe not right now, but eventually <laughs> I think, I think it's going to bite us in the ass. But yeah. yeah, I might miss that episode if you guys ever interview that guy. But I'm just but saying. Justin Grant, in case somebody didn't know by this point who douchebag is. Yeah, we just don't like him. He's a nice guy, really. I mean, in person, he's a nice guy, but I just, I just think he's fake. Yeah, he's fake as fuck. Yeah. Everybody else tends to have a different little, uh, I don't know, what do you say, like a different persona of him. Everybody thinks he's so nice and such a good stand-up guy, which he might be. I don't know. We sit by a lot of family and friends at Chili Bowl. We do. And well, you guys they were did. all they were all nice as fuck, and, you know. But yeah. maybe they're maybe they're so nice. That it seems odd, and that's why what comes off to us is we don't like. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Go on. Anyway, I'm not a fan. And then we had Chance Crum and Daniel Robinson. So the 26th car, third. the uh, Rudine Racing Rudine Racing car. Yeah, yeah, Chance Crum's a hell of a driver. Man, mm-hmm. he did good in uh, Indiana Midget Week last year. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he had, had a hell of a run. He had a good week. Then Daniel Robinson, I, I just don't know much about the kid. I don't either. But... Butter. He finished third. I don't know him either. Nope. So he's doing something right. Yeah. That's right. That's a that's a I huge think race. Timez was leading last night. I didn't see what happened. I didn't have it on. But I'm guessing from Kyle Cummins' Facebook page that he got into him. So Speaking something happened there. Oh yeah, I remember you uh, talking about that. Like Kyle apologizing about getting into him. Mm-hmm. That happens. Kyle's a good dude. A, he is good definitely dude. a accident yeah that's a that's a tight track very oh yeah it's very tight. It's not banked hardly at all yeah it's pretty flat so mm-hmm. look at that indoor season back into where everybody's comfortable but you know anyway getting ready to be outdoor season getting ready <laughs> next well, week so close already for the outdoors here at uh, the world outlaws mm-hmm. now if peregrine per, uh, weather uh per, per, uh cooperates i don't know what i was trying to say cooperates i don't know what the hell i was trying to say there yeah, you was, going, all right. you was going in some weird direction there with uh, a P word. <laughs> I have like. no idea. <laughs> but, yeah. 
that that's over with and with no precipitation. Yeah, no, no precip. That's what I was looking for. Precipitation. I was looking for that p word. Precipitation. Thank you. See, that's there why it we're, is. All, we're all here. We're all piece of the puzzle. He knew we what you were thinking. Go hand in hand, not literally, but um. So also this week we had <laughs> we had a, we had a the Outlaws World of Outlaws Sprints at Tulare Thunderbowl in California. Uh, pretty nice little little show out there. Racy, racy track. Racy, yeah. Yep. I like it. First night was uh, Geo Selzy with the win. Second, David Gravel. Third, Kyle Larson. Um, and then that was night one. And the dash, I guess. Yeah, the dash in here. Uh, Geo Baston and Abe Rico. One, two, three there. Night two, winner Kyle Larson. Second, his brother-in-law, Brad Sweet, in case you all didn't know that. Third, Dave Gravel. And the dash was based in the loss and, and Dominic Selzy. Nice run for him. It is. Yeah, nice did, he run made, did he make the show both? No, That's uh, why. I don't know if he made it Friday. I think he did make uh, well, it. Well, there, there was a thing Friday. He was pretty cheering. far back. He, he was, was in the cheering. infield. He was, he was coming out of the infield on Friday night with Gio. He runs good out there in California. I may be wrong, but I think he finished like 24th or something. Yeah. I, yeah, he I think he was off. in the – He pulled off. In the eight main. I think yeah. he was there. But Yep. But, yeah, he was definitely cheering on his brother. For sure. But yeah, not, younger brother. Not a ton yeah. of racing going on. I mean, there was also oh, there was some local shows, places I saw. Uh, let's see, um, Adobe Speedway and uh, Adobe Mountain Speedway in Arizona. I saw was running midgets, and I saw Kyle Bush and Brexton Bush both won their races there. Um, so that was kind of a cool thing, I guess, for the Bush family. Yeah, they both be, got to I be saw a part the Victor of Wayne picture yeah. with them both. Yeah, that was right next to cool. each other on top of the cars. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. But Not a Kyle uh, Bush fan at all, but yeah, know. I mean it's cool that he's getting his son into yeah. it, and they're you yeah. know they're both winning races together. Even like, if that's, it is that's cool, even if it is Kurt Busch if, doing that with his kid, that's pretty cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. Kyle Busch or Kyle, Kyle Busch. Not Kurt Busch. I don't like either one of them, so yeah. it doesn't matter. It is what it is, but mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. I mean, bring up the next generation of racing in the dirt, and you know it's you know mm-hmm. it's good for the sport. I agree. You know, and they they had their thing like Brexton ran at. Uh, um, Oh, Tulsa shootout. Tulsa shootout, yeah. He got offered a, uh, which is not, war- not warranted, but he, he got offered a provisional and uh, turned it down politely. So, you know, at least they're doing the right thing. I, th- I think they're doing the right thing. Uh-huh. But anyway, uh, also Lincoln Park this week posted they were going to. Onto the uh, stoking the fire. <laughs> yeah. And there was a little bit of a fire. There was a little bit of a, little a fire. A brush yeah, fire. Sorry, I'll, I'll go ahead and move on to stoking sorry. the fire. That's that's my bad. Um, but, yeah, uh, Lincoln Park Speedway this week uh, announced they were going to uh, start charging for ATVs uh, for the year for people and transponders. Is that right? Yep. Buy a, tra- buy a transponder. Buy a transponder. Yeah. Yep. And Which I think start. was offered last year, and I guess they never got them to everybody that bought them. Yes. From what I've heard. Yes. I think you're correct. Yep. From, and then, from uh, the reading, that's what it sounds yeah. like. Yep. But the uh, the ATV registration, that kind of set off a... Uh, Fire. Woo. <laughs> Man. We had people everywhere. We had we had people saying they were going to burn money. If you had, a, if you had Facebook, check their Lincoln Park Speedway. Those comments, uh, comments were... There were 75 of them. 75 yeah, of them. They, they were good. Almost all of them were great reads. <laughs> they were. They were. I mean, that's another thirty dollars. I mean, per ATV. So, yeah. We say Keith Coon shows up there for midget week. He's got what six four wheelers. Yep, that's big go. money. Yeah, yeah. You're looking at another hundred and eighty bucks well, just that's, for that. That's if you buy it now. I think. I think weekly it's more expensive. Oh yeah, probably. If you do it the week of, yeah, the I think race, I think the, the week of, the of it's more expensive. If, if I read that right, but yeah, yeah, I think I remember seeing that. So it's a. Uh, I'd rather I mean, burn my thirty dollars than give it to you, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Guess what, boys? Peregrine's running sprint cars. Yep. Eight times the same time Lincoln Park is. So. Saturday. Man, seeing that link down to Bloomington, that might be a bad deal. Yep. I don't it's know. Joe Spiker's running both of them. I mean, they're gonna, they're gonna, people are gonna pay it, but they're still not happy about it. Are ticket yeah, prices I mean, going up? Ticket uh, is the purse going up? Is the purse going up? I mean, yeah, that should be part of it. Figured in. Should be included. Like, if they're going to charge that extra money, mm-hmm. they should pay out a little yeah. extra money. I mean, it shouldn't get cheaper. We know that mm-hmm. around here. We've seen the stuff going on right now. Dude, everything's Go nationwide. 
like fucking gas. Just I'm even, re- even straight gas is up to like what four twenty a gallon now. For I'm it. really nervous that we're not going to get to see as much racing as we want to, or, because of the prices and supply and shit this year. Car count, tires, yeah. What as far as us or as far as people racing? Just people in general. People like, in general, yeah. yeah. Like a lot of people ain't going to be able to do it if they don't have yeah. huge sponsors and connections to get the shit. Yeah. Shit don't run on unicorn piss. No. Sorry. It don't. No. <laughs> no. No, money don't grow on trees, and, and it takes money to run these cars. A lot, of, a lot of money to run these cars. And shit like that is going to cause people to not even... Yeah, well, hmm, I would... Lincoln, of, Lincoln Park. Let's just skip that one. Fuck that. Go to this other track that ain't going to charge us an extra go to or, I mean, It might not. It or might go to Hopstot if they want to come to Hopstot a little yeah. farther, but... Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. But, but, I mean, seriously, That's like, if not... You know, it might just be one of those things of like, hey, maybe maybe three or four cars. But like three or four cars this year turn into five or six cars next year. Five or six cars next year turn into 12 cars a year after. And then you're running into the same problems that Bloomington ran into years back where they ran a weekly show on Friday nights and sometimes they had eight or nine sprint cars showing up. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Because they just couldn't keep... That rippling effect. It's that just... rippling effect over the years, man. It just... It, it turns over and it's bad for the sport and you just cannot keep charging these drivers and these teams this once, money and expect them to keep showing up. Once you get them on that side where they're like, I don't want to go here because you're going to charge me this or that and I'm going to go somewhere else and race, it's just bad for your exactly. own business. You're exactly. screwing yourself trying to squeeze an extra dollar out of them right now. Yeah. and if They you, already pay so much just to be there and race. You're You're exactly right. And even if, if you're ever expecting us to sit on the on the side of the tracks of of charging money, you're wrong because the drivers is what keeps what we do mm-hmm. going. So we need these drivers to run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's what we're all there for. That's why we love the sport, just because yeah. of the drivers that drive the cars and, and guess, entertain us. And guess what? When the fans and stop showing up and talk to us, when the fans stop showing up, the drivers start show, stop showing up, and we don't have drivers to talk to. Mm-hmm. We got nothing, so unless you talk to the retired guys, <laughs> which we could do. Yeah, we could make it work, but yeah. still, it's way less exciting. Yeah. So we'll see how that unfolds. Yep. In other news, we had uh, Port Royal this week. They got canceled by snow. Williams Grove, also season opener, canceled, canceled by, by snow. snow. So snowstorm in Pennsylvania. Yep, it snowed here too. Yeah, but yeah, leaked all the way to Pennsylvania. No racing in PA this week, so California and indoors in the Midwest, that was it. And then, uh, man, then now, I guess we guys are looking forward to the No Way Out 40 if the weather holds. Yep, that's the plan. If we get no precipitation. <laughs> Which. <laughs> or little, yeah, so right. we can get the track going. We're yeah. Looking yeah. forward to it. Right now, it's looking slim for you guys going. Uh, Friday's rain. Saturday's highs in the what forties or fifties? Yeah, fifty-two or fifty. Fifty-two, yeah. fifty-three. Uh, not but good. The race start to like five, so it could yeah, be chilled off by they, then. Yeah, they get yeah. the they get the track ready. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, might well, be a cold evening if they I'm get gonna, the race, but yeah, I'm gonna be waiting until they call it before I drive two hours though in the motherfucking camper. Yeah. Oh God. You'd be because pissed. it don't run on unicorn piss either. It turns no, out no, it no, don't. No, no. <laughs> Somebody's got to fit the bill for that thing, and, and that it, thing sucks some gas down. It, it likes the unicorn piss. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yep. Uh oh. Yep. But uh, hopefully, we get to run that one. Fourteen grand to win. Yeah, I I want to see it. I hope we get to go. Yeah, we talked to Jake Swanson earlier. He'll be there. He's actually working on the five T car today, getting it. Uh, Ready. Weighed and fired off, tuned yep. in, ready to go. It's probably what he's doing right now. Probably. He's probably doing it right now, yeah. But, yeah. Looking forward to that. And I don't know. If it rains out and they push it back a week, I doubt I'll go. Uh, maybe. I doubt it. We have we'll a lot see. of shit going on right now. We'll see. Yeah. There's lots going on. But speaking of what's going on, today we're going to move on to our smoke segment. You guys cool with that? Let's do it. You guys yep. got anything else? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it's time. All right. On to the smoke. Smokey Bear. All right. So today, 
first, do you guys have anything for the week, Charlie? I know you do. You had a milestone. <laughs> a little delayed, but you got <clears throat> it done finally. Well, delayed delivery and delayed food. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> got my big green egg Wednesday. Super pumped. Brought that thing in there. I got to, uh, got there before they left. Talked to the guy a little bit. You know, that don't matter. Anyway, I got my egg. Uh huh. Total brain fart. Fuck my life. I'm an idiot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I had no meat thawed out ready to cook on night one. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the guy that won't thaw my meat out in the microwave or nothing like that. It takes away from it. My thoughts anyway. But Yeah. So I did not cook a fucking thing on my big green egg the first night I got it. Just, I, did, I did burn it in. Just burned it in. Just burned some charcoal in there. And yeah, I ended up eating Mexican food that night. The little mm. Mexican restaurant there in town. <laughs> Horrible, I get a green egg and I go buy fucking Mexican food. <laughs> so it was the go-to there. They got some good food there. Oh, yeah. I, I went uh, pretty simple, like steak fajitas and uh, chicken on the beach. There you go. There you go. Yeah. But, you know, it's always good shit. I'm good with that. That's no, Yeah. That's another thing we should do sometime. We should do uh, something easy just to do like a, maybe a smoked chicken on the beach. Oh, yeah. Do you like some smoked chicken? Throw yep. some rice and some uh, queso uh, cheese together. That would be super easy to do. Oh, yeah. And we're always eating fat shit anyway. Yeah. It's easy. And it's easy. Yeah. We could have that. That could be good drunk food. We could even do that after we get drunk. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Something that easy, you know? Sure. We always come up with good ideas. Yeah. And then we forget about them. We do that pretty regularly. I just said we'd do a smoked chicken uh, chicken on the beach. Ooh. Do some queso. Do some uh, rice and some smoked, smoked chicken. Hell, yeah. I'm yeah. down. Easy. Easy peasy. Other than that, that was, that was really all I cooked. Well, I didn't even cook that night. Excuse me. I forgot that part. But I, you did You did cook on I, your I thought out a T-bone. You know, Thursday's Rounders night. We're always at Rounders. Go uh-huh. check them out. Yeah. But uh, Friday, blue dick. Well, I won't say blue dick cold, but it was cold compared to the rest of the week for sure. <laughs> but I hadn't cooked on my egg yet, so I was not going to let that shit go anymore mm-hmm. any further got my big t-bone out seasoned it up took me a little longer than it should have to fix the damn thing because i'm just playing with it trying to figure out how to set temperatures and get it burning where i want it all the time mm-hmm. i think you'd be a seasoned pro right now being around here but yeah i don't usually do the cooking on the egg though that's right i know well, if i you know. need some pointers yes, some I'll, I'll figure it out i got a guy i know sitting <laughs> across the table Got the egg pretty much figured out. Yeah. <laughs> it's got it uh, dialed, dialed in. So, oh, uh, T-Bone, big T-Bone, good one? It was a pretty good one. It was one we got off of that uh, yeah. beef we bought. Did you get a, uh, I don't think you got the the um, place setter, did you? No. You just have the no, grate. I, I just didn't on have, the grate. I, I got the grate. Yeah, that's all I had on it. Nice. I, I got to get one, though. Yeah. I just don't have it yet. Yeah. I got that's the five-piece multi-egg the egg expander. Egg expander thing. Yeah. yeah. I got that, too. But you but don't have the plate setter yet to go. I, I don't. Right. I'll get it. To I just come. don't have it yet. To come. Yeah, I spent a pretty good chunk of change on that day, and I just didn't. was like, fuck, I ain't spending no more today. That's right. <laughs> and then I went home and bought the cover for it, which I bought hey, it you cheap. Gotta, you got to have a cover. Got to have a cover. Got to have a cover. But... Good deal. Are you, you ready to start rolling this week? Oh, yeah. There's going to be but, some fucking cooking going on in Linville this week. Fuck yeah. yeah. Smoke's rolling. Oh, maybe, yeah. Maybe we ought to move studio for a week to let Charlie uh, cook for <laughs> us. the egg. There, there'll be some cooking going on. Oh, fuck yeah. Probably Thursday, about the only day I won't cook this week. Yeah. Well, for me, I don't know what I even did Monday. It was like a easy, I don't know what it was, some stupid easy night. Tuesday... Did some tacos late, just some regular beef tacos. Wednesday, don't know what I did Wednesday. Oh, went to Hornville. Oh, you smoked went to chicken. Right. Smoked chicken day. Oh yeah, half chicken. Yep, did that. Thursday rounders. Friday, I didn't even eat dinner. I did go to Deerhead for lunch and wasn't really feeling dinner because I don't know if it was bad grease or what I had, but uh, ended up smashing the rest of the chicken wings that it, or Hunter didn't eat. 
Friday or Thursday, and it's done at like midnight Friday. So, oh yeah. yeah. And then yesterday, I didn't do anything yesterday either. Got drunk. Uh, <laughs> IU played. So yeah, IU played and went to uh, Third Street Saloon in Boonville. Got the breaded chicken sandwich, tossed in tavern ghost sauce. It was like a sweet heat barbecue mm. and some waffle Sounds fries. Good. Oh yeah, that by the way, I I did Saturday yesterday. Went to Taylor's. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Had a big ribeye. Uh-huh. I got a baked potato. Most people got the waffle fries, but I got the baked potato mm-hmm. with it. It's pretty good. Classy. It's a so classy. Little little fatty. A little fat piece. Little, you know that's what point of the ribeye. We love the fat, but not that yeah, much. Fat. I, not I, that much I, fat. I think like seriously, I want to say a third. I'm not going to say a God, half. That's but such a, a waste. Third of my ribeye. Yeah, I see. Fat. That's a bit a bad cut. That's just a bad cut. And normally it's. It's been it's always pretty good there at Taylor's, like, you know. Yeah. But the, last night was a little iffy with the fat. Yeah. You get that sometimes. But it was a good time. The hard jobs. Yeah. Got hammered. That's there right. Go. <laughs> didn't ask for much more. What's new, right? I didn't pay for a single beer at Taylor's, too. I weaseled around. Everybody bought buckets of beer, and I'm just getting one out of everybody. I didn't buy a beer. Hell yeah. Who'd Taylor's. you go with? <laughs> It was uh, my buddy Opie's okay. birthday. Okay. His birthday was actually Monday, but, you know, we all had like a Good for you. Big dinner. Sneaking around. <laughs> free beer. Free beer, Charlie. Hey, I wasn't even like hiding it. I told him, like, I'm getting out of here without paying a beer. I'm taking one out of your bucket and your bucket. And I didn't buy a beer. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> so all you had to buy was a steak. I, I bought my steak and tater. Oh, well, you got your money's worth. Oh, yeah, for sure got your money's worth for sure i'm so, pretty sure that every one of these motherfuckers that was there has drank plenty of my beer i've bought them have, plenty yeah, of beer yeah. <laughs> so you're, you're right uh-huh. no, you're right nobody was angry about it i was just making fun of it because i didn't pay for a beer for a change i didn't i didn't do much this week i did uh some chimichurri chicken uh one night and that was about it until today yeah where uh today I, was kind of special i did i did i thought out some beef cheeks for today for you guys i we, we've never done them it was kind of a surprise we uh got these beef cheeks out and uh man it kind of turned out pretty awesome that yeah, did just these some bitches cooking the yeah. smell was like oh man fuck i want to eat this yeah shit. just like, just trim just smelled a, good just a hair bit of fat off the top and then Dude, what would do? Yeah. Let them go like an hour and thirty minutes, hour and forty-five minutes. Yeah, they were like touching one sixty-five, one seventy. Put them in some beef broth with some peppers, some seasonings, some seasonings. Uh, put them back on to braise for a few hours, maybe an hour, hour and a half. Uh-huh. I think it's only like three hours altogether. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they were they were touching like two ten, like dude, probing like butter. Oh yeah. So we shredded them by hand. Dude, we took them off. Yeah, yeah. Let them sit for a few minutes and put the gloves on and, dude, shredded them by hand and, uh huh. Takis, dude, money. Oh, they were so good. Just so tender. Put the heated up the flour tortillas. Put some cheese on there. Made whatever toppings you want. Yeah, dude. And then Dan added a little dude tropic like it's hot. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Yeah, had them. Was that good? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Had a buddy Dan come over and he brought over some uh uh some some duck burgers. Some some duck ground up with bacon. Yep. It's like a fifty fifty mix of duck and bacon. Made some burgers out of we all probably had a half a burger, right? Yeah, I had half. I had a yeah. half a burger. Dude, yeah. great burger. Like, I wasn't even expecting it to be I was expecting it to be all right. Kind of gamey. It was, was but it was way better than I thought it was going Dude, to be. Dude, it wasn't gamey. It was really at all. good. Really it was good. Super good. Definitely, so, he said he's gonna be doing those again. Oh yeah, that makes perfect sense. So we'll be we'll be posting these pictures. I, th- I think you took pictures, didn't you? I did. Yeah, I got all documented. Okay, yeah, yeah, we got oh, documentation. Yeah. Always <laughs> have documentation. Blake's good about documentation. Yep. Got to get picture. It didn't happen. That's right. <laughs> gotta tell everybody about it. Show everybody. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're smash that, and we're gonna go smash the rest of it probably, and drink some more brewskis. Maybe a lots of matzo pizza. Blake Blake hinted at that, so I'm kind of expecting it now. And now I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah, you weren't you weren't on board with it until I mentioned it, but uh, I did think yeah, we'll see what the grill's doing out there, but it won't be much to fire it back up. I'm sure we could do that pizza we throw on that the pizza grill. stone on there. Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, Let's yeah. do that. It's it's plenty of daylight. We're early today. Well, we got an extra hour. Yeah, 
Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah, time change. It's good. Yeah, it'll be like 7 or 8 o'clock, 7.30 life it is, gets dark. Life is good out here at the Dirt Trucks and Rear Space. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, new news. We may have a banner coming. Is that right? Yeah, we're in the works of it. We're in the works of a banner, so look out for that at the tracks. Yeah, if uh, you see us, don't don't be shy. Stop yeah, in, say we're gonna, hi. We're going to advertise where we're at. It's so. going to be bright where you can see it. Yeah, oh, bright. Yeah. It's the home base. Real bright. Dude, I was going to ask you guys, do you guys maybe want to look at a pole with a light on top, like a blinking light, like a like frolic, a frolic bar, bar like kind of thing? Yeah. Kind of thing. <laughs> kind of let's, let's advertise where we're at. Good. I mean, plenty of you guys know where we're at. You guys know what we're about, uh-huh. and uh, we'd like to talk to you. Yeah. Like to hang out, drink a beer. You know we're always about that. We always got food, so don't be shy. I mean, whether it's burgers, brats, pizza, don't be coming trying to take all of our food though. Yeah, we ain't cooking for all you do that. It's in a homeless shelter. Don't don't come to the <laughs> don't come to the track thinking this is a fucking soup kitchen. Right. <laughs> yeah. This ain't no soup kitchen. But yeah, we're doing that and uh but oh, we also have uh koozies. Oh, oh yeah. I forgot about that. In a new shirt order. And new shirts. Yep, we got blue and Orange. Orange. Blue and orange shirts. So we got coming. 40? Uh, 25. 25 each? Um, no, total. 25 total. Yeah, we're just going to see so, how it goes. So a limited so you, run on these shirts. You guys we're gonna better see, jump We're going to see how it goes. I think they'll sell good. Yeah, jump but on them and get in there. We had good feedback from the gray ones, but we thought we'd throw some more colors in. Yeah, for sure. Um, but we did get some 3Xs. So for the big boys that's been waiting, we got you covered. We got you. I know you guys have been waiting. I don't yep. need a 3X, but... When there's no. some people that do. Yeah, 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 for sure. I'm yeah. on my way to a 3X, and I'm not very tall. <laughs> I'm like six foot even. Yeah. But I'm yeah. working my way up to it. Hey, fuck it, man. That's what this shit does to you. And Part we, of the business. We got those koozies coming, too. Yep. Don't. We're, uh. We'll have plenty of those. Hit us up. But like, thanks to Joe for uh, helping us out and coming on to sponsor us and helping us with that. And, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Joe. You're fucking awesome, man. Mm-hmm. So we'll uh, regroup and we'll have our stuff on our page to sell as soon as we get stuff, it. and then uh, be be ready for next week. I guess we're gonna have something lined up next week. Oh yeah, regardless. Sunday might be hungover, but we'll be doing something. Yep, for sure. We'll be hungover, but we'll still do it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. We'll, or we'll you might here. not. Or you might not be hungover. You might be driving back from Paragon disappointed, but. Mm-hmm. We're still gonna be hungover. either way. Either way, we'll have something lined up. Yep. Yeah, we go up there. We're gonna be around Rob and Greg, so we're gonna be fucking nice hungover. Some beers. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, so, Blake, you got anything else? No, I got a. We'll fucking see you thing. guys next week. That's right, Charlie. You got anything else? I got a couple words to say. All right, let's hear them. Peace, Peace out, out, motherfuckers. motherfuckers.